Welcome to Real Life Moms. I'm your host, Lisa Foster, and Real Life Moms is a podcast that's all about real conversations and real life issues that parents deal with every day. Our mission is to connect moms by talking about these topics and to continue those conversations through our Real Life Moms Facebook group, where we'd love for you to become part of our community. And today, I invited my friend, Lisa Cooperman, a registered dietitian and a mom of two, to help us discuss what to make for dinner. Hi, Lisa. Hey, Lise. How are you? I'm great. Thank you so much for coming on Real Life Moms. I'm really excited because today's episode is what's for dinner. And you know, as a good friend of mine, I struggle with this all the time. And I thought like, since you are not only a mom of two, but you're also a registered dietitian, how handy is it to have you on the show to talk about this? (laughs) Sometimes it's a blessing and a curse. I struggle with any meal prep. It doesn't matter if it's dinner, breakfast, lunch, feeding the family and what they'll eat as like a whole family unit has been really challenging. Is is that challenging for you too? Um, it depends on my kids and the moods that they're in, but typically mm-hmm. no. Um, I do a lot of planning ahead of time and I do post my schedule for the week. So if they took the time to look what the day was and then kind of coordinated what dinner was going to be that day, mm-hmm. they could either make themselves something else or or just suck it up and eat what we're thinking. <laughs> <laughs> we we do a lot of sucking up. But wait, you said you post, you actually physically post what you're making for dinner the whole week? I do. I Ooh, do. I like that idea. Tell me about that. Well, I'm a little bit of a scheduling nerd and I like Mm -hmm. to cross-reference and make sure I don't miss any appointments or hockey games or appointments for my work and my business. Then I will my refrigerator and pantry Mm -hmm. and then I'll pick up a pseudo dinner list. Wow. You see, this is okay. I see so many things I do wrong already. I'm just saying. So you actually... Okay, so you actually look in your fridge and freezer. Yeah, yeah. The first step, Lise, is to open the door of the refrigerator. <laughs> Seriously, yes. I'm open always like, oh my God, what should door. I make? What should I make before and think of what to buy to make? I don't actually look in my fridge to see what I have to say, oh, I still have chicken left over. Maybe I should make something with chicken. I actually, yeah, I'll tell you what I do later, but I'm a mess. Yeah, so that's <laughs> that already is smart back in the day right that my my family always had certain things on certain nights like me too right it was like monday was meatloaf and tuesday was you know i don't know fish whatever it was and i was like oh fish again you know like the worst one but i remember them having it and think i was like why don't we always do that why can't i every monday we have tacos every tuesday we have lasagna you know whatever it is Like, why do I even have to think? But it would be nice if I just had the same meal every day. Well, or or every Friday you have the same meal. Every Friday. Some families who are super busy is that's really a good mantra or a good practice to follow. I had taught a a meal prep class a couple of weeks ago Mm -hmm. in our adult ed. And I found that this woman who was so super busy Mm -hmm. and had four kids and both parents were working or just to have that Monday, this is the meal Tuesday, this is the meal. And that Mm -hmm. way, 
she had a very standardized shopping list. So, I mean, knowing what you're going to make for dinner and then sitting down and planning out a shopping list around those ingredients and then just mm-hmm. doing one basic shop can really be a huge time saver. And I, I do, I do that. I mean, so I, I will on Sundays make a list of what to eat, but I, I, I think I hate doing it honestly, because I just, I'm like, Oh, the last thing I want to do is think about every day. The week seems so long and I can get to maybe two or three meals. And then I'm a little bit like, Oh, what else are we going to have? Then the actual shopping that has to occur. That's a whole nother chore. And, right. And then of course, but I, I do use, I do use meal planners. So like one thing that has been helpful for me because I, I do hate thinking about what to make is, um, this thing called e-meals like e and then meals do use it i'm going to just explain it a little bit for people who are listening because maybe they don't know so basically what this does is it gives you choices and then from there you pick the meals you like and then it will download the recipes but it also downloads your shopping list and it goes right into your grocery list so that if you're using delivery services like instacart or whatever is near you your local stores Um, it will actually put it right on so you can order it online. So it does save on steps. So that has been helpful. What did you think about it? Um, I like the whole concept of it. It can be a huge time saver for people who do not like to hit the grocery store or Mm -hmm. sit there with the grocery list and plan it. I, I like the idea that I can make new meals that I don't really know and try, um, but I'm not like looking through all different recipe books and things like that. So that's that's been kind of helpful for me. Uh, that That's the other part about cooking dinner is they're always like starving, right? So they're going through the cabinets <laughs> and they're like finding things while you're trying to get dinner no. together. I'm also one of those, let's have some vegetables before dinner. So generally now I'll give them, if I'm cutting stuff up for dinner, I'll just throw at, throw them like a bowl of baby carrots or some um, Greek tomatoes or a snap peas or something like that. Mm-hmm. So they, at least I know they get a vegetable in. Yeah. Cause dinner. they're always hungry. And that's like always so difficult having something maybe healthier out while you're cooking that they can snack on. Uh, right. So I roll. learned that trick from another dietitian and mm-hmm. she would actually set out uh, a a crudite platter. Mm. Oh, that sounds fancy. Yeah, fancy. But I barely can get dinner out. You want me to cut up? I, I'm like, <laughs> did you put little flowers around that one? Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> Cherry tomatoes, they're all cut up for you. <laughs> so yeah, so all right. So while you're cooking dinner, put out some sort of veggies, possibly a dip to make it more fancy and exciting for your kids that if they're hungry, if they're like mine who are starving before I can get dinner on the table. So out of all the like the helpers out there, so all the like blue aprons and sun baskets and hello fresh and all those types of things. Do you do you recommend any of them? Are there any ones that you find helpful for parents who are just like those type of things and are struggling with just getting dinner on the table? Um, I think in some some respect they are helpful. And if you are not budget restricted, mm-hmm. then there are good choices because mm-hmm. they do make things a little bit easier regarding planning and prep work. Mm-hmm. But Mm -hmm. I know you still have to put all the steps together to get the meal done. So it doesn't take the cooking piece away. It takes the planning and prep pieces away. 
Well, some of them I think are better so, are better at that than others. I think HelloFresh. I feel like it was microwavable. I think I don't. I don't think I actually put anything together for that one. And I know SunBasket has two options. It has like a fresh and ready option where you could just also pop it in the microwave, or they have an option where you can cook it yourself. So I think they maybe are changing it a little bit because they know that people are having a harder time keeping up with some of the cooking. Um, I I honestly haven't tried any of them. And mm-hmm. I only speak from the experiences of my um, my clients and my friends. Yeah. Well, I have some people that swear by them and use them three times a week. And then I have some people that have tried them and and find them either too expensive or their kids didn't like all the flavors that were used. Today, one thing that I like to do is I like to do some sort of, I call it like a freezer batch meal. Mm-hmm. So if I can find like, chicken breast on sale and buy a whole bunch and I know I have some time on a Sunday evening or Sunday afternoon Mm -hmm. I will take a couple of freezer bags and take my chicken and portion it out and throw some sauce in there like a barbecue Mm -hmm. sauce or an Italian marinade or or something that will season the meat while it freezes Mm -hmm. and I just label it and throw it in the freezer so I'll have at least one step kind of done already. So like, I'll just turn that into a barbecue grilled chicken or a pulled chicken and throw it on a wrap or something of that nature. Mm-hmm. That way it kind of helps. Like I, I know I have a, um, like a pound of ground turkey seasoned already for next week. And I'm like, huh, we should make a ziti with that. That that is good because I used to do that too, and I, I forgot what we. There used to be a, a service that used to do that. We used to have parties where we would um, get. What oh was yeah. That? Oh yeah. yeah. Yes, the wild. Yeah. So, but that was a good concept, and I think you like like you do it on your own. I think that was a great concept. The wild tree concept was basically that you take um you like take a Sunday and you get all these ingredients like the chicken and potatoes and basically you cut everything up and you put them in these freezer bags as packets of of pre-made meals so they're just not cooked yep. right and then you right. put them in your freezer and then every night you take out one and sometimes you could just crock pot them sometimes yes. or instapot them sometimes you just yes. you know defrost them and actually just cook them but all the prep work is done and that yeah. that was actually amazing that that was amazing they did which was really fun was they would also do parties like I've had I think I went to two parties where you know it's kind of gross because you have to bring your freezer thing of like a freezer bag of like dead meat right <laughs> with you <laughs> right at someone's house drag like, my son carrying, of beef like, this, like 10 pounds of meat you know with you because you're doing like two weeks of meals right and then right. you like assembly line and you put all this in bags and then you leave with like 10 meals and then you go home and you shove them in your freezer and that was not only fun but then you had like two weeks of meals and they were really good. They were, they, they were, were good, good meals. Yeah. They so that, that's meals. it. But I remember doing that at home for a while after two and freezing. Yeah, and that's a great, that's something I think I'm going to go back to after this conversation, because that is a good way to just have it quick and easy. And whoever's cooking, if my husband's cooking, he's got it there. If I'm cooking, I got it there. The kids right. are cooking because they can throw stuff now in the oven and, you know, they can do it. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm going to do that. That's that's my. You should do that. Hey, have you taught, do you use an Instapot? I do, yes. Have mm-hmm. your kids, have you taught your kids to use it? 
Yeah, so we've kids have learned chicken noodle soup is a big one in the Instapot, and so is uh, vegetarian chili. Those are staples in our house. They love that. That's an everybody eats meal. Yeah. That's what awesome. are What are your favorites? What What? Oh, I we do chili in the Instapot all mm-hmm. the time. Yeah, all the time. But I don't do the same chili all the time. I try to mix it up. We'll do a vegetarian. We'll do a turkey. We'll do a white chili with chicken. You know, I try to I try to find different recipes. Mm-hmm. Um, that way it's not the same old boring chili and what I love about the Instapot especially for the kids it just feels safe to use I feel like when we went to college right we had like the what was it the hot plates you know the things that oh my were, god those are <laughs> dangerous right and you're did not really you allowed to have them did I what I, one I know at, at when we were at, at university I think someone blew up a hot plate once okay, I don't that know that was me. not me I'm not that bad. <laughs> it wasn't me, me either let's but, blame our other roommates <laughs> <laughs> somebody else I did not blow up one but yeah those are dangerous and um uh, but the I feel like the Instapot is so great because the kids can put it in and 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 they don't have to be you know they're not going to burn anything it just it's pretty easy and so I really like them learning that so that's been a really good one what do you think about the air fryer I own one it's hiding in my basement Mm, I have have friends that love their air fryer Mm -hmm. love their air fryer and honestly the times I've wanted to use it I go downstairs, I, I take it out of its space, and I'm like, oh my God, I don't know how to put you all together. <laughs> it's like <laughs> these different pieces that I'm like so confused with it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. I, I think I think it's 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 just not not for us. It's just another thing on the counter and whatever I'm going to cook in it, I can cook in the oven. So. I do have an air fryer. Um, I'm still new to it. I, I feel like I feel like it should be like my next Instapot. I think um I think what I learned from the air fryer, which I was unex- like for the one I got, right? I thought I'd be able to shove my whole meal in it, you know, chicken and like maybe asparagus all at the same time and and then have everything done together. But I found that that was too much for it. Like I, I had to like either do the chicken or the veggie. I couldn't do both. The one I got. I couldn't do both um, at the same time. So once I got over that hump, then I got to really enjoy it. Because I thought I thought it was like the Instapot where it makes everything so much quicker. I don't think it actually makes things quicker in my thought process. But it, it is easy and there's less cleaning involved. And I do like that. And I do think the kids can use it pretty easily too. And I do like how it cooks. Like I like that it gets a little like... Um, crispier on the outside, but still like, you know, soft on the inside. I like that. Kind of like a cookie, but it's chicken. (laughs) What do you find you cook in there the most? I have cooked, well, I've cooked a few things. I mean, I, like I said, it's not my go-to I always use all the time, but I have cooked chicken, which comes out good. My kids actually like the chicken. If I were to cook chicken in the oven and put the same spices and put it in the oven and compare it to the, um, the air fryer, the kids always will choose the air fryer one, interesting. Um, which is interesting because it's eating it or not eating it, honestly. And that's a big deal for me. I've cooked fish in there and that's really easy too. And that was, and that's fast too. And I like that. And then I, I do like the veggies, um, like the asparagus or the um, Brussels sprouts. I really like the Brussels sprouts in there. Yeah. That's, yeah. Now you don't have to use any oil when you cook in there, correct? Right. You use, so I use olive oil spray. 
you know, so you okay. spray it and you do have yep. to spray the basket. Otherwise things do stick on there. That's okay. Hard. Um, but yeah, so that's been fun. And I actually learned how to do French toast in the air fryer, which what? as long as you do not overcook, it's good. And it's crispy. But my daughter calls it French toast. It's almost like French toast sticks. They're crunchy on the outside. And uh-huh. it's almost like a crunchy French toast. But it, it actually, that that is fun. That is fun. And and it's yummy. So that's, that's another plug. So yeah. I so may have to revisit You may have, to, you may have to explore the air fryer. And I know there are people out there that are like swear by them. Um, I'm not there yet because I'm still very new, but um, but yeah, it is something to try. I will. I will give it another shake. Maybe yeah. maybe we just got off on the wrong foot. Maybe, and I did too because I I think I misunderstood my air fryer. I think that was the big the problem. We didn't have, we didn't talk. We were not communicating. I thought things would be much quicker. I didn't realize there was flipping involved. I thought I'd just shove it in kind of like the Instapot and say, see you later. Give me a call when you're done. But no, there's more, there's more attention and communication with your, (laughs) with your air fryer than that. Oh my goodness. So I have a friend that absolutely hated her Instapot to the point where she called me and said, I'm putting it on the driveway and I'm going to run it over with my car. Oh. Don't do that. We'll take it. I love it. I'll take a second one. <laughs> yeah. I mean, two things at once. Yeah. Multitasking, cooking, good. Yeah. So, why did she, did you teach her how to use it or is she still? I it? tried. Mm-hmm. I tried. She was so gung ho on her crock pot. Oh, and that's yes. what she was used to. So, you know, it's hard to change people from habits that they're, they grew up doing. Yeah, and I think yeah. the crock pot is more like if you want to put it in and let it like sit all day, right? I mean, I think yeah. that's that's the thing. If you have the time and it has, you know, good. And 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 maybe especially when you go to work, it's like shove it in, great. When you get home, it's done. And Instapot's mm-hmm. more, it's like, oh, I want to shove it in now and I want it done quick, right? You don't right. need to you don't need to plan as much. So well, you could also do the the latter with uh the Instapot too, because it goes into a warm setting. Right. So it in the and then it just holds it at a certain temperature for the duration till when you need it. Mm, that is true. Yeah. I've never done that because I used to crock pot. I used to throw in my stuff and then go to work and come home and it was done. And that that was magical. I have to say there is a magical feeling about coming home and smelling dinner, even though nobody was around to be cooking. It's almost <laughs> like you had this little, little, little unicorn. Going. <laughs> yeah, it was like amazing, amazing. I love my little yeah. So when I had a hard time switching over to the Instapot, and and you don't get that same feeling. I guess I could throw it in, and I think my Instapot can be a crock pot. Actually, I don't really yep. understand that, but I think it they can. all can be. They all can be. So yeah, yep. so I could have that magical feeling again. And these are yep. handy. I feel like these are these are my saviors, right? These absolutely these because I also feel like when I put anything in the instapot it tastes good i haven't had anything yeah. come out bad i had a little no. salt here and there and you're done like and things that i would be afraid of cooking i just i feel like i'm not afraid i could just shove everything in there press the button it is that they tell me to press and it and it magically appears i love it that's awesome mm-hmm. and look at all the self-confidence you have now i have so much confidence like now i want to cook i'm gonna go in the pot something right 
See, thank you for bringing back the things. I think I got into this like rut. Well, I think my problem is, is busy schedules, right? Whether it's my work schedule or the kids activities and then, and then feeding my kids and, and husband and not having the response of yum, right? It's always one person is not exactly happy about the meal. And I think that wears on you a little bit of wanting to, it, it decreases my wants of wanting to provide that because right why would you want to go ahead and do it the next day if no one's gonna like it again i am not getting positive feedback from cooking (laughs) you know i need some positive reinforcement from cooking yeah hey i've had your cooking i think it's darn good oh thank you thank you lisa i appreciate that so so lisa what do you want the listeners well i think as as a registered dietitian and a mom you know there's a, a big maternal drive to nourish your family and to feed your family. And it's almost a, an expression of, of how we love you. We love you because we feed you good food and it's comforting. And if we can sit around the table together and have a nice meal and share our experiences of the day, it's a nice experience. It's a nice way to end your day. Not mm-hmm. everybody can do that. I understand. Mm-hmm. And every, and I know that there are families out there that are completely scattered when mm-hmm. the evening come around. And I think taking some time on the weekend and sitting down and looking at your head schedule and mm-hmm. looking in your refrigerator and mm-hmm. in your freezer, as well as in your pantry, <laughs> putting down a schedule and a list. And just knowing what you're going to do, having a game plan. Yeah. I mean, you're not going to go out and play football without a game plan for each session that you run out mm-hmm. there. Right. Yeah. I, I I have to remember to look in my pantry first, in my fridge, while, and then, and I used to do, like, it's so funny because I used to do these things. And then sometimes, somehow it just faded away. And now I do other things. Um, I do want to say, though, dinner, um, I, I am jealous that you can eat with your family every night. I feel like, gosh, it's so nice. And I, and I don't. I mean, we eat probably together maybe twice a week. I would say that on average. But one thing I think I have to remember, there are other meals, right? I think dinner, we always think of that's the meal we should eat together. But a lot of times I feel like we can get a good breakfast and we'll do like a weekend breakfast together. And even though maybe we can't get dinner together, um, sometimes breakfast works better because we're all together. You know, dinner, there's so many different times and different schedules and this person's here and there. and, And sometimes it's just a mess. Um, but sometimes breakfast, we're all together. And I feel like that's also something to take away that it doesn't, oh, a meal together can be any meal, right? It, do, it doesn't yeah. have to be dinner, right? Just a time to get together. And no, of course yeah. not. Yeah. It, it can be even be, it could be a liner. A, a liner. Dinner. <laughs> we do liners occasionally, or it could be a brunch. Mm-hmm. Or it could be a breakfast. It, yeah. it doesn't matter. You know, having that family time and sharing a meal um, mm-hmm. is is very important. Yeah. No, it is. It's such a good time to connect. And I loved how you put it, you know, just sharing a meal and nourishing your body, but also, you know, through food, nourishing your body. And also, though, nourishing your soul through just talking to each other at that time. Oh, you know, for, and connecting. And connecting, yeah. yeah, and connecting how important, you know, so overall food should be more than just eating, <laughs> right? Right. 
it's way more than nutrition. There's a lot of um, mm-hmm. social and um, emotional connection we have with our food. And yeah, I think that's a great takeaway from today is is putting that connection together. Yeah. If food is more than just eating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Um, well, Lisa, thank you for sharing your expertise with us. And and it's nice to meet somebody who actually enjoys cooking and feeding their family. Um, but yeah. I am I am going to take away definitely some of the things that you talked about today. Thank you so much for coming and listening to our show today. I cannot wait to get cooking with my Instapot. And I can't wait to start preparing meals that I can put into my freezer so I will be able to pull them out and feed my family when I get home from work. Come join us on our Facebook group. We would love to hear your ideas around cooking for your family and what you make for dinner. And don't forget to follow Real Life Moms so you don't miss an episode.